The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, equal housing lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Construction costs started to come down last year, but they're skyrocketing once again. So how do we fix this problem? This is The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by David Logan. He's Director of Tax and Trade Policy for the National Association of Home Builders. Dave, thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So, David, I think to start this conversation, because you know the price of everything is going up right now, help us put into context with the construction of a, a residential home. What are we looking at? How bad are, are these numbers? Uh, well, they are as, as bad as we've ever seen. Uh, Materials prices uh, are at all-time highs in, you know, most categories. As you as you look around uh, the residential construction sector, and obviously the big story over the past couple of years has been has been lumber and uh, NAHB, the National Association of Home Builders, has been has been very active in, in following that issue and. And it is it is certainly an issue, um, but we have dealt with that in in years past uh, due to various factors, wildfires uh, and uh, tariffs that remain on Canadian lumber coming to coming to the United States, uh, even though we get a ton of lumber from Canada. So uh, those pre-existed the the pandemic. But you know what we've seen since then, as as inflation has taken hold on a more macro scale, uh, we in the industry were were seeing price hikes well before you know the headlines of of overall inflation. So you know, the the cost of the materials that go into building a typical single family home have have risen about 30% since the start of of the pandemic uh and and are up almost 20% just over the past 12 months and that's including everything from from uh lumber to to steel products paint uh is is probably the single uh the single commodity that's going up the fastest right now, actually affecting affecting uh, remodelers uh, especially hard, um, and ready mix concrete, which which has has a long history of being a very very steady two um, percent increase per year, is up about nine percent over just the past year. So, like I said, we're we are. Um, 
we are in a situation that we've never been in before, but the industry is also in a situation that is, you know, in my opinion, worse than than any other sector. And and that doesn't that does include automotive and everything tied into uh, the chip shortage. As you just mentioned, you know, some of these problems were there before the pandemic, particularly with with lumber supply, for example. Uh, we've also seen that the pandemic has has really accelerated certain problems, particularly when it comes to you know supply chain issues for all kinds of sectors. I don't know if you have numbers, but can you sort of break down how bad would this be if not for the pandemic? I mean, is the pandemic the main driver or were there some underlying things there where we'd be seeing price increases even if COVID never happened? You know, we might be seeing price increases. I hate to speculate uh, too much just just because, you know, I don't have that old benchmark. But we, uh, you know, for instance, like I said, we get a ton of lumber from Canada. Canada uh, is and has been slowly reducing the amount of, of cuttable timber. And uh, and so we have been feeling the effects of that already and will continue to feel the price effects of that, you know, over the next decade, actually. Uh, but most of the most of the other other woes, uh, as far as materials are concerned, uh, really do focus around the pandemic and and supply chain problems. And, you know, I'd just like to make a, a point that, you know, it's easy to point to overall supply chain issues, you know, in isolation, which sounds hilarious because it's this huge complex issue. Uh, but what what really is at the root of everything um, is the fact that there's this rolling nature of the pandemic, right? So, uh, so it, it, this has not been the financial crisis, housing bust, where where everything collapsed at the same time, all around the world, and then countries gradually built back up. And the United States was one that that built back fairly quickly after that. Uh, unlike that situation. Uh, where supply chains in different countries uh, <clears throat> all experienced the same shock at the same time, you know, we had the origination in China affecting the availability of goods from China, uh, and then Italy, Europe, into the United States. So once supply from one country got better, and labor supply, et cetera, another country's would go down. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And uh, and so this has just compounded the, the, the supply chain problem. And you can look at it in the context of uh, in a global context or, or a wholly domestic one, because the pandemic certainly uh, hit different states at different times, you know, and uh, different stages of the supply chain are located in different places. And if if one of the links in that in that chain uh, is is broken uh, or not functioning, then the, the entire chain is uh, is basically useless. 
Much like new houses, the housing market in general is is at an all-time high when you look at, at cost and, and prices. Um, and, and certainly if, if the cost of, of building a new home is up, then you would you would think that would drive prices. But the housing market is impacted by so many factors. How much would you say this is being driven by new prices? I don't know if you have data that generally shows what the cost of new construction does to the market overall, but help us sort of understand the context of the lack of new houses and what that's doing to the housing market overall. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, the 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 great underbuild, uh, if you will, of the of you know 2010 to 2020, uh, where we were building about half the number of homes per year as we had been in uh, the three or so decades prior to that. You know that that has aggregated to exacerbate this this supply issue. And it really is a supply issue. Uh, Obviously, pandemic is driving demand issues in many ways. Uh, But if the homes were there, there'd be more room to navigate. So, um, you know, this the supply problem is is there. But again, that uh, that that predates the pandemic. Uh, But we have, you know, lumber by itself for the for a typical single family build, at one point was was adding over thirty thousand dollars to the price of a new home. So, uh, you know, compared to the start <clears throat> or the pre-pandemic pricing, uh, so that's just one commodity. So if you you take that and and you throw everything together, it's certainly it's certainly uh, a key factor uh, in prices going up, and now, of course, we have we have interest rates uh, increasing, and they will continue to do so. And mortgage rates have gone up by what 200, 250 basis points since the start of the year. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of things working against us right now. And and how do we fix that? What do you see in the short term, and how do we fix this problem, particularly? On your side, which you know affects prices, which affects people's interest in buying, how do we fix this supply chain to a, a or or you know the overall problem uh, in, in a way that brings prices down, that makes them more affordable for people looking to buy a home? Yeah, you know, it, and if I had a a ten second answer to that, I I wouldn't even tell you because I'd go somewhere and make millions of dollars and then share it with everybody. Uh, but, but bottom line is, is, is that I don't, but what, what we can do is look at silos of challenges that, that we have, including building materials and kind of look at solutions one at a time. And we have acute labor shortages and the economy as a whole is experiencing those. Well, construction is, has been experiencing labor shortages for um, for a decade, um, very severe labor shortages. Uh, so uh, workforce development, getting uh, more uh, young people into trade schools, uh, you know, that's a, a medium to long term kind of fix, uh, but <clears throat> definitely part of the grand scheme. Uh, I'd be remiss not to mention truckers too. You know, the trucking shortage certainly adds cost um, by by adding to delay of of building a home. 
So with regard with regard to, to labor, that's a couple things. With regard to land, land availability is is critically low, lots to build on. Um, you know, we we're definitely proponents of of local regulatory changes, uh, zoning changes that would make it easier to build because as you noted before, you know, supply is just such uh, such a driving factor of all this. Uh, with regards to supply chain, and I know that's a big part of what we're here to talk about, uh, with the whole thing, the biggest problem is that when everything kind of fell apart, people had to change where they were sourcing their materials and who they could send those to. And so I think at this point, unfortunately, kind of the natural order is is gonna just have to come back to where it was. And, and that's honestly gonna take uh, quite a while, um, you know, maybe, maybe a 2024 that we're experiencing supply chain problems. Um, but, <clears throat> but outside of that, we uh, tariffs on building materials in general is just a bad idea. It's a, it's a tax. And like you said, anything that's pushing up the cost of homes is, is pushing people out of the entry market for sure. to the point that it's, you know, seeming seemingly vanishing. Uh, and, you know, so the people that get hurt kind of first and worst and all this are the, are the people who are really uh, on the cusp of home ownership. And uh, for every thousand dollars that a typical home goes up in price, about 150,000 Americans are, are priced out of home ownership. So um, you can you can imagine the effects that that all of this have have had on uh, on locking people out. Yeah, that's that's pretty startling uh, that that, you know, that small of an increment can push that many people out. Dave, thank you so much for your expertise on this. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. And here's the rest of your headlines for today, May 16th. Mortgage rates fell over the weekend for many types of loans. This might sound like good news, but it's likely little relief for customers. Homebuyers continue to face record high prices, and industry experts say rates are likely going to continue rising. Fannie Mae is looking for new ways to improve racial equity in housing. Fannie Mae is offering up to $5 million in aid for ideas that address unfair access to home buying. Applications are due by June 17th. And finally, Rex wants a judge to force changes to Zillow's website. The request comes as part of Rex's antitrust lawsuit claiming Zillow and the National Association of Realtors worked to hurt listings from non-MLS firms. Zillow and NAR did not respond to requests for comment by Monday afternoon. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Cotemporor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze.
You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review so that others can find it. Thanks for listening.